0: The gig pod.
1: I'm not confirming this by the way That she's taking the job But I do remember her saying When she came back from the States That she was going to be the US manager At some stage in her careers Subscribe to the Koi pod On the Off The Ball app Now
0: The Football Daily On Off The Ball
1: Hello and welcome to Wednesday's Football Daily. I'm Phil Egan and we'll start with Ireland's build-up to Saturday night. Stephen Kenny's side have their final game in Group B of the Euro twenty twenty-four qualifiers. It's a way to the Netherlands. You can qualify with a win in Amsterdam. The Ireland boss is cautiously optimistic that Evan Ferguson will be fit, but it doesn't sound as positive for Chidoze Benny or Will Smallbone. Kenny wants the players to make their mark against the Dutch. It's a great game, really. We go to Amsterdam to play Holland in, in Amsterdam T- terrific game. Uh, one that we're really looking forward to. It's a full house in Amsterdam. You know, the players have not experienced that before going to play Holland away. I think uh, the objective is to get an extraordinary win out there and, and, and make their, all the players make their mark individually and collectively. One player that has certainly made his mark this season is Liam Scales, the 25 year old spent last season on loan at Aberdeen and appeared to have no future at Celtic with a return to Aberdeen on the cards. But he was given a chance by Celtic boss Brendan Rodgers earlier in the season due to injuries, and the former UCD and Shamrock Rovers defender has certainly taken his chance. He's now in line to sign a new long-term contract with Celtic after starting 15 games for the champions of Scotland this season. As a result, he was handed a debut for Ireland against Greece last month. The Wicklow man says he's never really looked that far ahead in his career.
0: I went to um, Joey's... Uh, when I was 14 for about a month or two and it didn't work out for me and I went back just and the main thing I wanted to do was enjoy my football play with my mates I was playing like under 16 county Gaelic football for Wicklow as well and I was enjoying that and then it came to a stage where I had to pick one or the other and it wasn't an easy decision and I think I just picked football because I knew I, I sort of had a, had a chance to go and get a scholarship, and I've never looked too far into the future about being a professional. It was always, oh, well, I'll go and get a scholarship at UCD, see how it goes. I'll go and do these trials for the school, Leinster schools teams and stuff like that, and see how it goes. And I've always sort of, it's always really, it's worked out for me well that way.
1: Former Dundalk boss Vinnie Perth was on OTB breakfast earlier to reflect on Stephen Kenny's three years in charge. His contract expires later this month. He isn't expected to be offered a new deal. Vinnie Perth was an assistant to Kenny at Dundalk. And he says the Ireland boss moved away from some of the things that made him a success in the League of Ireland.
0: He hasn't failed his way. Most people who've worked with him would say that. Now, he'll have a counter-argument to that in time, and I'm sure... Um I know I know he, he wouldn't be happy about me making that comment, but I don't think he's felt his own way. People have worked with him, I've spoken to privately, don't feel he's felt his own way. Don't I don't we don't think this reflects the person we know. So I don't think he's felt his way. And that's the point about um loyalty to players, understanding having a settled team, not overcomplicating it. Um and 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 playing his way. I, I like the idea that like the the back five and or the three it's a back five let's call a spade a spade has worked has worked against the bigger nations because we played well but we haven't got a result and um please forgive me I'll do it one more time go back to somewhere like Zenit St. Petersburg he didn't play five in the back over there against a team worth 70-80 million with Brazilian internationals he played a back four and he Daryl Horgan out wide and and Patrick McElhenney, and we hit the crossbar, and we were 1-0 up, and we should have got a result. Uh, but the point is, we went and had a go. We went and had an attack, uh, attack mind mindset. We haven't done that. Will really he say he hasn't had the players? Possibly, but you ha- that's the point about making a club team where you make them. You make people fit into it. Troy Parrott could easily play narrow off uh, in the front three, uh, narrow off one side with one winger on the other side, for argument's sake. We haven't done any of that.
1: Minister for Sport Thomas Byrne has warned the FAI faces a 50% cut in funding if the required changes are not made at board level. Last week, an FAI EGM saw a proposal to bring gender parity to the board fall short of the required 75% threshold of votes. It's one of the key elements of a memorandum of understanding between Sport Ireland and the FAI. Minister Byrne told the Shannon that he doesn't want to see those cuts made to FAI funding. We want football to succeed. There's been massive investment in football and there has been significant investment, for example, Tala Stadium uh, that I think should be acknowledged. Finn Harps as well, a very difficult project that we have pushed over the line and now actually in that case we're waiting on the FAI to come back to us. Manchester United CEO Richard Arnold is set to leave the club by the end of the year. An announcement is due to be made later today. It's part of changes with Jim Ratcliffe's INEOS set to complete the acquisition of a 25% stake in the club. That deal is expected to go through next week. 52-year-old Arnold replaced Ed Woodward as United's most senior executive in February 2022. Patrick Stewart, United's general counsel, will become the interim CEO in addition to his existing role. Manchester City have acknowledged the Premier League charges facing them risk having a material impact on the club. The Premier League and Champions League winners posted a league record revenue figure of over £700 million. City earned £702.8 million in the year ending the 30th of June which is an increase of almost £100 million compared to the previous year. However, the club's annual report mentioned the 115 charges issued against them by the Premier League in February under the Risks and Uncertainty section. However, the introductory statements in the annual report from Chairman Khaldun Al Mubarak and Chief Executive Ferran Soriano made no reference to the charges. Chelsea are set to face further scrutiny from the Premier League over reports of payments connected to the club's former owner, Roman Abramovich. The Guardians reported the Russian billionaire who owned the club for 19 years until he was sanctioned by the British government last year used offshore companies to make payments which appear to have been for the club's benefit. The Premier League is already investigating Chelsea after their new owners became aware of potentially incomplete financial reporting linked to the Abramovich Vajira while completing their due diligence as part of the takeover. Despite all the change at Chelsea, Emma Hayes has continued to deliver trophies season after season. And she says the USA women's team are the most incredible team in world football history after finally being confirmed as their manager. The Chelsea boss will take over at the end of the season, two months before the Olympics in Paris. Hayes will become the highest paid women's manager in the world. Her Chelsea side are in action tonight in the Champions League. The only competition she hasn't won with the club Hayes says it would be a fairy tale to win it in her final season. Chelsea are away to Real Madrid in Group D. That game kicks off at 8 o'clock. Paris FC, who knocked Arsenal and last season's beaten finalists Wolfsburg out in the qualifiers, play Hakan of Sweden in the other game in that group. Last night, Barcelona, the holders, started the defence of their title with a comfortable 5-0 win at home to Benfica. Two-time Ballon d'Or winner Alexia Puteas and the current world player of the year, Aitana Bonmati, both scored two each. Ada Hegerberg scored her 60th Champions League goal as the eight-time winners Lyon beat Slavia Prague 9-0. The Norwegian became the tournament's top scorer in 2019. The head of Premier League referees, Howard Webb, says VARs are being encouraged to challenge the decisions of on-field officials more often. Webb is speaking on the latest episode of Match Officials mic Up following a number of recent controversies. He highlighted an incident from last month when a penalty was incorrectly awarded to Newcastle after a challenge from Wolves Ford Huang Hechan. Chan. We feel this is a situation that reaches the threshold for being a clear and obvious error. Uh, In this situation, the VAR didn't quite get there and uh, and in our opinion, should have done. Howard Webb also backed up the decision to allow Newcastle's controversial goal against Arsenal. Arsenal boss Mikel Arteta described the awarding of Anthony Gordon's strike as embarrassing and a disgrace after their 1-0 defeat at St James's Park. But Webb says the officials did nothing wrong. The VAR went through that diligently and identified no clear evidence to... Intervene to overturn the goal so the process actually was was, was correct German club Union Berlin have parted ways with manager Urs Fischer after a 14 game winless run in all competitions that run 13 defeats and just one draw which was against Napoli in the Champions League last week in his five years in charge Fischer led Union from the second division to the Bundesliga for the first time then into the Europa League and then they got fourth place last season to qualify for the Champions League but a 4-0 loss to leaders Bayer Leverkusen on Sunday as onion bottom of the Bundesliga. Liverpool forward Luis Diaz has been pictured reunited with his father, who was recently kidnapped in their native Colombia. Diaz is back home on international duty for their upcoming games against Brazil and Paraguay. Diaz Sr. was released last Thursday after being held captive for 12 days And former Chelsea and Arsenal goalkeeper Petr Cech has joined elite Ice Hockey League champions Belfast Giants on loan. It's the first time he's joined the team at the top level of the sport. He's currently a third-tier Oxford City stars. Cech plays the same position in ice hockey. He's moved to Belfast as temporary emergency cover. The Football Daily on Off The Ball.